You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you need a place to drink some good coffee and read comics, Watchtower Cafe is the place for you. The cool thing about Watchtower is it's not just a coffee shop with comic books. It's a great place that lets the geek community in Utah hang out and get together. Go check them out at 1588 South State and tell them Big Shiny Robot sent you. Are we recording? Oh, you know, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so, this is funny. I was thinking about, uh, remember when mansplaining was, was a big topic? Yeah. Have you seen the new ad for Silicon Valley? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. TJ Miller is explaining yeah. mansplaining to women. Yeah. He's mansplaining, mansplaining. <laughs> it is phenomenal. Oh, so good. I actually that heard, starts this week, I yeah, think. I actually really heard exciting. an interview of the main guy from that show on NPR today on the way oh, to the really? airport. Yeah, it was really good. I love that show. It might be my favorite HBO show. The thing about that show oh, no, is the that leftovers just started I, oh, last week. Oh, show, God, show was dude. like too boring for me. Oh. Mm. Like my 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 work life is a combination of that show, disrupted the book, and Office Space. So I know two of those. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I don't know. The disrupted the book. It's fucked up. It's um. What it's, about the IT crowd? Does I love that, that play show. in at all? No, your life now. It doesn't, but I love that show. Yeah, great show. Yeah. Um. So it uh, disrupted is the guy that writes um. The show we were just talking about Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. and he got he when he lost his job at it wasn't the New York Times whatever big paper he wrote for, he got offered a job as like a marketing fellow at this startup in Boston. And it's him documenting how fucked up it was. It's really fun. Wow. Hmm. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so video games. Yeah. Um, you still killing it at For Honor? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I just love asking you it's, how good you are at For Honor. It's disturbing. Why don't you go pro? There's tournaments. I don't, I don't think I'm that good. But, like, in your typical multiplayer game, like, I'm always top score. And it's great because, as I've said before, I'm the only one who uses headphones. And before it was me getting angry, but now, like, I lead an army. <laughs> I start barking orders, and I can tell people are pissed. But then I know they're checking the scoreboard, and then they all fall in. And then they follow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I used to do that shit, like, in Halo. If some asshole's, like, bossing me around. I'm like, fuck it. Oh, he's, okay, he's top score right now. I'll, I'll, I'll do what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, and then, I don't know, no one appreciates it girlfriend was over the other night was not impressed it's like before it bed and i wasn't quite ready to go to sleep i was like i'm gonna play some video games for a little I'm bit and i turn it on to like demonstrate my value like look at her <laughs> <laughs> she just could care less she's just reading her book and i'm kind of like talking loudly into the mic trying to get her attention to show like oh I just killed twenty people. Everyone else killed four, <laughs> and she then she didn't care. <laughs> Look how fucking good I am at this, and she shrugs. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like uh, one time I was playing like one of the episodes of the Batman Telltale game, and Tiff had never seen a Telltale game before, and she just happened to be sitting out in the living room reading her book while I was playing it. And at some point, after like fifteen minutes, she just looks over and she goes, 
what exactly are you doing in this game? It seems like you're just watching TV. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm picking what they say. That's what this game is. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a choose your own adventure. But you, you're just sitting on the couch, like pressing one of four buttons every two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and I'm awesome. Fucking good at yeah. it. <laughs> That's, that happened. <laughs> How can you be fucking good at it? Uh, <laughs> Arkham Knight. I played oh. in front of her because I'm crazy good at it. And so, like, I kind of stopped like, doing the story combos. and I'm just like, dismantling dudes and she watches for a few minutes like oh yeah this this is giving me laid and she's like so like what do you do you just roam the streets beating people up she didn't get it I was you're like, like i'm batman i'm demonstrating how proficient i am clearly my fingers and thumbs occasionally <laughs> look how agile they are i am clearly good at sex <laughs> um Oh, okay. So, new Telltale game. Speaking of Telltale. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The Telltale series came was, out. Uh, the What was it? April 18th? 18th. 18th. Was that Tuesday? Tuesday. Sounds right. Yeah. So, that dropped. Stressful. It was stressful. To find it. Oh. PlayStation Store? Like, it's really? not there. I yeah. go to new game releases. Text me in a panic. It's not there. See, that's interesting because I, I generally search, yeah, find so, their store to be the best experience. And that's so how I always feel. So I go to games, I go to new releases, it's not in there. I just search and I type in Guardians of the... And all that comes up is like Guardians of the Galaxy pinball and the movie. And then I was like, oh, it has to be Telltale. And so I punch in Telltale. Nothing. Was it before 2 p.m.? No, this was actually... Oh, this, this was, was like, like two days later. This was, like this was on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, yeah. okay. Yesterday. Hmm. And then I just got stressed out, and I forget how I found it, but like it had. I tried Marvel, that didn't come up, and then I started just like scrolling through and tracked it down, but it was only available as a season pass, not oh. a single chapter, which I'm fine with, but I think that's what it was. It was like season pass, Telltale, Guardians. Like, oh, it's only, yeah, so, it's only 20 bucks? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's cheap. Yeah. Uh, yesterday at uh, noon, I get a, a text from John. Did Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale not come out? I can't find it anywhere on the PS store. Well, it, a few minutes later, never mind, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the only reason I asked if it was uh, like before two, because I know like the PlayStation store new releases don't usually drop until like... Two three in the afternoon on Tuesday, like they don't update the store till usually oh, wow, in the that's afternoon. Dumb as hell. Xbox, so, it's midnight. Like, well, and some of the games do. Like if it's a bigger release, like a AAA title, it'll be available at like twelve oh one. Like they'll do preload right. and stuff. But a lot of times, stuff won't actually be available, or like sales won't start until two ish. Hmm. That's interesting. But um, so episode one came out. Yeah, and in this game, it is. The, I like the style of it. They're taking a little bit from the comic books and a little bit from the the movie, as far as the look and feel of the Guardians. Yeah, Gamora, and, Gamora is the one that notably noticeably looks more like the, her comic book. Counterpart. She looks more like the character playing. She is my least favorite character. I get what they're going. So Gamora, kind of like emotionally flat character, but mm-hmm. like it really rubbed me the wrong way. I did not like listening to her talk at all. Between the voice actor. Voice act actress, voice yeah. actress. And we, don't, we don't assign gender. Yeah, it just John. wasn't. It wasn't. Voice actor genders are fluid. <laughs> I did not like her. I thought they nailed Rocket. I thought Drax was good. Star Lord pretty good. Um, visually, the game 
a million times better than the other Telltale games. Right? They always seem to go mm. with like that. It looks almost two dimensional. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's, it's, it's supposed it's, to be like a comic book. Right, and they kind of they have three D stuff going on, but they've got like that. It's not a physically based rendering, but it's like cell shaded, like flat cell shaded well, textures. So Batman, the Batman Telltale game, which was loads of fun, by the way, had a lot of visual problems with it. I feel like, um, like glitches, and at least I experienced those. Um, in fact, it probably because you're on Xbox. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. um, Clearly, the inferior. And also, console. it just like the art style in the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I think I just like. Oh, it looks. Better. It's it like looks, a full 3D. Yeah, it's way better. And it's fluid. It, like the movements are really nice, and and you're way more involved for mm-hmm. a Telltale game. Like, so you're Star Lord. You can control your rocket boots. Yeah, you know, which is that cool. was super cool. Yeah, so in if you've ever played a Telltale game, you know there's usually at some point uh, a part where you're just walking around a room or an area looking for, you know, in the Batman game the it was... detective mode. Yeah, yeah. detective yeah. mode. Yeah, exactly. In the Batman game, you're looking for evidence to link together things. And in this one, you know, just you're doing some exploration stuff. And in this room is three levels. And you can use your rocket boosters to go to those levels independently which I thought was really cool. And then also you can talk to the other guardians over your comms and get backstory and stuff like that while you're just looking around. Yeah, I mean, playability was way more involved than Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, did I like this more than Batman? Not quite. I did think you would because you're a big Batman fan. Yeah, but it was it was cool. It, uh, it, was, it was definitely different. Yeah, I mean, they did a great job blending, as you said, like the humor of the books. I thought they did the characters pretty well. The story was great. I think we should talk about that. Spoilers if you haven't played it yet. The game starts off. Hold on. Spoiler, 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 spoiler alert. Perfect. It's a new thing we do here. I like that a lot. Um, You actually fight and defeat Thanos in the first first, 10 minutes of the game. Ten minutes. That's the first chapter. That's the first chapter of, the, or the first yeah. yeah, the first chapter of the episode. Yeah. So, which was a lot of fun when you're fighting him at different points. You take control of different guardians, uh, so you're all ganging up on him, and so it switches between like whichever guardians attacking him, and you have to do the movement, which was a lot of fun. Um, but the story starts off. You defeat Thanos. You get whatever relic thing he was after, which we really don't know what it does. It g- gives Peter some sort of flashback but not really flashback it's almost like his mind goes back in time and he's actually reliving it yeah um but we don't really know much about it and then um who shows up at the end it was uh holly yeah holly yeah which is she's another uh accuser yeah that's right Cree accuser mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so they show up to try to reclaim the weapon so I mean, the writing, I feel like, is really good. It started out strong. I will say this. The one thing that I did prefer to the, in the Batman game to this game is the fact that you're playing as Bruce Wayne, so you can kind of immerse yourself in that character and say, as Bruce Wayne, this is what I would do. In this one, you're not always just Peter Quill. And it's you've, you've, he's, his character's kind of already established. You're playing as other characters, too, at certain points. Yeah, but that's mostly, as you said, like action based right, you right. are mainly all the decisions you make seem to be your peter quill right in this first episode that could change right i wonder if it and you have your teammates trying to push you one way or the mm-hmm. other 
Well, and the whole basis of this, from what I gathered in the first episode, is that kind of the plot of the game is going to be, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy came together and have been together to, to defeat Thanos. That's been done. So now what's keeping them together? And you can already see fractures in the relationships. Like Rocket is just saying, oh, I'm done with being a guardian. You know, we defeated Thanos. That's what we were supposed to. That's what oh, we came I mean, that's do. clearly. Did you happen? So when you finish the game, you watch the preview for the next episode, mm-hmm. which was weird. Did you then like appreciate how great the main menu screen is? Oh, yeah, yeah. It is so cool, but it's like them clamoring over each other, all trying to get this relic. Yeah. And the detail, I mean, like, it's Rocket so cool. biting, or yeah. Gamora biting Peter's thumb. And yeah. Just good stuff. Yeah, it's... Great it's, soundtrack. Yeah. A lot of ELO. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Get me down. Um, so I would definitely, if, again, if you're a Telltale fan, if you're a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, I, I mean, it was a lot of fun. And again, 20 bucks for... What did we decide? Like 12 hours of gameplay probably total oh, yeah. once all the episodes totally come out. Worth it. Worth it. So definitely worth <clears> it. And I mean, a great little little foreplay for the Guardians movie coming out. Yeah, yeah. It definitely got me excited for yeah. that. I'm interested to see as the uh, chapters go on if you start to see Marvel's heavy-handedness in it where they start forcing plot lines. I don't know. I mean, did you, may I ask, did you go Nova or Collector? Nova. You went Collector? Yeah, I did. Just because I thought it'd be more interesting first off. And also, like, Peter Quill's a scumbag. He does the right thing in the end, but it's usually, like, cleaning up a mess, not preventing the mess from happening. So I'm excited. I went collector. See, and I I went that way with some of my decisions. Uh, But I don't know. My Peter has been a guardian for a while now, so he's kind of doing the right thing more often than not, as opposed to, you know, where he starts off and he's a scumbag. So that's kind of the way I was playing it. And also due to the twists and turns in the Batman game, I kind of was like, what, you know, I'm trying to think of like all the crowds like, yeah, I could give it to the Nova Corps, but Nebula's probably going to go there and steal the body. Whereas like the collector is a scumbag, but he's got good protection. I felt good about it. Yeah. Well, and I'll do the same thing I did with the Batman game, which is pretty much play a second game simultaneously yeah. as my secondary game and go through and make pretty much the opposite choices. Okay. Um, just cause I like to see, you know, cause yeah, we took it to Nova core, his body to Nova core, but I want to see what happens if you take it to the collector. So yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Not good. <laughs> um, just real quick. I just want to touch on the uh, mass effect Andromeda ending. So 70 Wait, hours. You beat the game already. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I've been pl- I was playing it a lot. <laughs> Do you still have a family? I, as far as I know. Okay. I, mean, I haven't heard from him for so, a couple weeks. But... So you know when he was posting all those pictures of the trees that broke yeah. in his yard? He was just faking that so he could play Mass Effect. quick Photoshop by a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, so the ending was a little bizarre. Um Essentially, there's uh, the whole thing kind of comes to a climax on the surface of this planet. um, And your decisions that you make throughout the game are what more or less determines who shows up to help you out at this final battle. Do they impact the quality of your climax? Yeah. I mean, you know, most things do impact the quality quality of climax. Mm -hmm. Um, There is one certain choice that will determine whether a character lives or dies at the end. Um, 
but that they don't really they don't write themselves into a corner with these choices. I hate yeah. when the yeah, climax not, just yeah. kind of rolls <laughs> out <laughs> real <laughs> slowly. <laughs> There's nothing worse than when somebody like dies before the climax. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I actually, after that, there's kind of an epilogue mission that you go through. And then it's the end of the solo. Is the epilogue mission just you like going to the bathroom, getting a drink of water and <laughs> falling asleep? It might as well have been. It's, it's you literally flying to a planet. You don't even land on the planet. And they're like, they're calling this planet something, something like named after you or your dad or so, I can't even remember but it was dumb as hell I'm like really that's it so what what they call it Tyson Huber kiss <laughs> yes John yeah that's what they call exactly it at call end it. of Mass Effect Andromeda <laughs> um that's weird because people I thought they would like put all their creative effort into the ending of this game based on how much people hated the ending. Of yeah. the so it's trilogy. weird because Bioware has continuously said over and over, and they're still saying this, that this is not the beginning of a new Mass Effect trilogy. This right. A standalone story just taking place in the Mass Effect universe. They'd like to do more of these. But here's my problem with that. There are several major story threads left hanging at the end of this game, which means either... There is going to be a sequel um, or there's going to be a lot of solo campaign DLC, which they have not talked about at all. They've only talked about multiplayer DLC thus far. So and I'm not talking, you know, some story threads where it's like, oh, maybe they just forgot about it, but it was minor. Who cares? I mean, we're talking major plot threads that I mean, one of the threads is finding out who financed this whole Andromeda mission back uh back in the milky way jesus ops so what jesus oh yeah so uh so the benefactor you never find out who the benefactor is and it's supposed to be like this big mystery of the game but you don't find out who it is at the end um the quarians which is one of the major races in the mass effect game their entire arc is still missing and at the end of the game when you're talking to somebody they talk about getting a message from the quarian ship and it's not necessarily a distress signal, but a signal telling you to stay away. So obviously that's going to be a DLC mission or something. So there's just a lot of threads, which bothers me because for one, either they're just outright lying about this being a standalone game and they've already got sequels planned and they're just kind of dipping their toes in the water. Or if they do do DLC to wrap up, like, again, some of these major plot threads, that's kind of shitty to someone that maybe doesn't want to get DLC that you didn't include a whole game. What it doesn't fit it doesn't feel like a complete game at the end. It's like game the credits now, dude. I know. So it just I mean obviously I'll buy the DLC. I'm curious I, I enjoyed the game enough. It was overall it was a fun game and as a Mass Effect fan, I really enjoyed it. And I don't mind dropping some cash on some DLC if especially if it's for the solo mission stuff, right? I'm not going to spend a dime on any multiplayer DLC cuz I don't give a shit. But and the multiplayer, if I'm not mistaken, it's all you're on a team with other players, but it's always against AI. Yeah, it's like a uh what's it called? Um like just floods of waves. Uh, waves, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like, it's like horde mode and gears. Yeah, it's like yeah. horde mode. So yeah, it just, if I was someone that just had bought the game because there's all this hype around it and maybe I didn't play the previous Mass Effect games, I might feel a little ripped off at the end that they left all these major plot lines open and the only way I'm going to ever find out about it is to um, get the DLC. So I just grew in size. Okay. <laughs> what? 
Oh, the well, the <laughs> sound of my phone. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my. Uh, they did drop a patch um, a week after the game came out uh, to update the way yeah. things look. So as long as you paid for the game, you get the patch. Yeah, so I mean, it looked, it did mark like look markedly better. So um, yeah, that's it for Mass Effect. Uh, what's Lament, Tom? So Lament is a game by a dude named Radcroc on Twitter. And it was a $5 Steam game, and it is brutal, and it is super fun. So if you ever played Ninja Gaiden on NES, it's basically like a love story to that. Oh, um, I think I looked at this. Yeah. it's uh, So uh, the PC build, there's no controller support right now. It's keyboard only. So you're you know, w, WASD for your motion, and then you have jump and slash. And you're just getting through these fucking brutal levels. And it's all pattern-based memorization, which is super fun for me. Because it's like you have to memorize how these different enemies move and attack so that you can get through them. And it's funny because a lot of their views are like, game was only half an hour long. Dumb. Fuck those guys. I spent an hour and a half getting through the first level. And then I was like, cool, I'm done. I don't want to play right now. And there's no saves. So the next time I log in, it's starting from the beginning again. But it's one of those games where as you learn to play it, you know, you get faster and faster and faster. Like the first, like, I don't know, 50 steps of the first level, I died. And then I got through them. And then the next 50, I died and then got through them. So I got to a point when I was trying to get through that first level, I would get to like a really challenging part and I could get to that part in like two minutes. So it's just a really great homage to like classic NES hardcore platforming games, which is really cool. So sounds like a pain in the ass to me. It is, and for but it's only five bucks. So uh, PC only, but good stuff. So I I like it. I recommend you play it. And uh, Rain World. Yeah, so Rain World is a Cartoon Network games. They actually make surprisingly good. They do, and they make so many of them. That place either they have a fuckload of developers or they are a sweatshop because they crank out <laughs> so much content. They really do. Um, so Rain World, I've only played about like an 45 minutes to an hour of it so far, but you basically are these little like cute like bunny creatures. Uh, you look kind of like a mix of like a bunny, but your body's like longer and squishier. And you're basically trying to collect food and these little bats you can eat and dodge predators and get these levels to hibernate to, bas- to find your family again as you navigate these worlds. What platform is this on? Um, it's on everything, actually. Like I think mobile and everything. Not on mobile. Oh, okay. Um, I'm playing it on PC. Uh, let's see what else is Rain World on. But it's getting like, it's interesting because like some places are giving it um, like super high scores. Uh, PS4 and Steam. Mm. But it's really pretty. It's really fun. It's pixel art. So the whole the whole game is very retro looking. Um, you know they've got that pixel style, but with a full color palette, so they can get like really deep colors, even mm-hmm. though it's like pixelated. Um, but it's fun. It's neat. And it's, it feels more puzzly than skill-based. So you have to kind of look at a level and go, okay, well I can go under this, climb this rope, go this way to pick up items and power-ups. And you're just trying to find safe rooms to hibernate so far, but I really like it. Beautiful game. Um, visual, the storytelling is interesting because, you know, the opening cinematics are just done with very beautiful like renders so it's like one frame with some music and then it cuts to the next frame and you kind of watch like an animatic of what happened and then you start playing the game. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, good game. Nice. And it's only got 15 bucks, I think. So it's really cheap. See, Rain World on PlayStation is 20 bucks. So not super steep for the amount of fun you get. Nice. Um, we have about three weeks 
till Injustice Two comes God, out. Are right. we gonna do an Injustice Two? We should. Party? We should get together we'll and play. Together. I'd be down. So my boy Scott and I are definitely planning on doing like a stream and playing. We should just get everybody together and just play like we did with Injustice One. It looks, oh man, I really think this could be like the good, the good NRS superhero game because Injustice One had a lot of struggles, and I feel like they're willing to go so deep into the DC catalog that we're not going to get that weird shit we got with Injustice 1. I'm just like, excited for the story. I don't even... I'm yeah. not a fighting game player. And right. I'm so stoked for this game. I, 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 I'm the same way. I, I thought the story of the first one was a lot of fun. So it's weird to say you're looking forward to a fighting game coming out mm-hmm. for the story. Yeah, but... Yeah. Man. Well, and they just announced the... um, uh, What are they calling it? The Mercury Mission Mode or whatever. Jen, if you guys saw that. No. No. Let me go pull it up real fast. It's a new game mode for Injustice 2, and it's called... Fuck. That's a weird name for a mode. It's something like Fuck strange. Mode. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck mode. <laughs> now I've got to go figure out what it's called. Um, anyway, there's a bunch of varying game modes, and I think they're doing something really strong with this, right? Like, they've got the Injustice comics. They're, what, three issues deep now? I think. No, they're... Oh, they're on in, like no, in, volume. In Justice Two comics, though, I think they're three oh, issues. Oh, I don't. I honestly I, don't. I know. think the first the first issue came out like three weeks ago. Okay. And so there, maybe it was no, it was after we recorded last time. It was the Tuesday after we recorded. Okay. Was the first issue, so about two weeks ago, um, and they're they're running through those. They're releasing a web series called. Um, Oh, what's it fucking called? I should have all this ready, and I Tom, don't. Tom doesn't know the name of anything. I don't know. I mean, this was not ever. a planned conversation. <laughs> yeah, it just no, happens. No, no. Um, but they've got it's like uh, Chaos World or some shit on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just watched a video that is a uh, compilation of every like super mm-hmm. move you know that mm-hmm. they have. And they've released like 14 characters yeah. worth of movies. It was so great. There was, uh, well, it was either Supergirls or Supermans that was really cool. Like, wh- that was way better. I think it was Supermans because his last one wasn't great. No. He just kind of hits you in the space mm-hmm. and knocks yeah. you back. Yeah. This one was yeah. cool. I don't remember exactly what mm-hmm. it was, but I made the same thought. And I, I hope like, they oh, find, yeah, I hope they find a way to, to balance Superman and make him interesting in this game because in Injustice 1 he was kind of broken and he wasn't fun to watch or play because you could just do like the hover and lasers and like zone and it was almost a perfect zone. I'm kind of curious I keep seeing the colors the the neon yeah and I'm wondering within the Injustice comics it ended up like Superman got a yellow ring and Batman wielded a lantern ring and I'm kind of curious if that's what the if they're if bringing they're in, doing. like the color spectrum to beef them up even more. That'd be kind of cool, if, especially if you could like pick a power ring, yeah. you know, before a fight, and it would give your guy, you know, certain like maybe the red ring would up your damage but lower your health or something yeah. like that. that so kind of a I boost. don't know. But yeah, so they, I mean, in the very first trailer for the game, that was kind of a big highlight of it was the flash gearing up in that new like the new mm-hmm. armor just kind of appearing over him and same with batman i haven't seen any of that happen so, in the gameplay footage they're not showing it off in the gameplay footage but there have been some articles released on like uh, showryukin.com uh, event hubs talking about how the armor system works and it's almost like loadouts in a fu- in a shooter where you get different oh. armor sets to kind of oh, to kind of 
cater to your play style. So I know there's like there's like a robot Batman that I assume would have like a really high defense and might move really slow, right? So he's more of like a grappler, like a Zangief in Street Fighter. Um, so that's supposed to be what it's going to do. So there's, is there different <clears throat> types of armors? Yes. In theory, for each hero. Supposedly, yeah. That's, that's cool. my understanding. Yeah, that'd be cool. Give um, a different more look. excited for this game. Yeah. And, and I and I hope they do well with it because like the character design is so fucking good. Like yeah, Scarecrow's redesign in this game is insane, and he looks like an incredible character. Swamp Thing looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, even Gorilla Grodd looks interesting and yeah. kind of fun. Like they've got a really cool. Well, again, I'm I'm excited about how deep in the Roth. Like Blue Beetle. Yeah, is, is, it's a weird one, and I mean even Arkillo, which isn't that deep in Green Lantern universe, but like to just throw a Red Lantern in mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome. Well, and for the general public, you know, if you're steering away from like Batman characters, and I mean, I even think Swamp Thing is kind of a deep dive for them. Oh, it's, totally. I think it you is. know, yeah, and the and Blue Beetle. I was just like, what? Yep. The hell? Yeah. What is? <laughs> so the YouTube series is called Shattered Alliances. Um, by the way, it's on oh, YouTube. Oh, I remember seeing a, yeah. a trailer for that or an advertisement like, for it. They're like two-minute clips. Yeah, they're like little webisodes. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what they're doing is awesome. I hope, like, I mean, if the story's good, fine, but I hope the game is viable in tournament for an extended period of time because that's something where NRS, their community dwindles out really fast. It happened with Injustice 1, and Injustice 1 was mainly because People played it, people got into it, and then as they started patching it up, they started finding how broken it was and mm-hmm. just walked away. I know? remember that. And the other thing with Injustice, as someone that just played it with his friends, um, it got, they didn't do enough to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully with additional modes, different armors that will change the play style of different characters, which, you know, let's say there's three different types of armor for each character, that pretty much triples your character roster and, depending on how much it affects them. Yeah, and I'm a, I, I'm slightly cautious about that only because they did that with MKX, right? MKX has three different builds per character. Mm-hmm. And it, it did add, com- add complexity, but there were... It also, like, I feel like in MKX, when you pick a character, there was one loadout that was good. Right. So it was basically, like, if you actually play this competitively, you play, like, with a Sub-Zero, you play, what, Grandmaster. Like, that. that's the Sub-Zero build-out. Um, so that might change things up but i hope that the armor set does allow for a lot of creativity in the game because that would make watching tournaments super fun yeah especially when to play with robin button mashing armor <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but yeah but really think about it like you know especially if you're watching a ton of it and you're like hey i'm really used to seeing batman played x and then some no-name rolls in with a like a grappler style batman and just crushes people right because they don't know how to deal with it that's what makes fighting games fun yeah well and it'll be interesting to see i mean obviously there'll be some dlc characters right oh yeah For there's sure. yeah. there's already like two season passes planned mm-hmm. and i think like to get all of the characters by the end of the year you're into the game like 100 bucks yeah and the roster i mean the launch roster is pretty fucking big already yeah which makes it i wonder who they're gonna I just told I, Constantine. Like man. I was, that'd be awesome. I, I was so disappointed that in the first game that Scorpion was one of the DLC yeah, characters. It was a letdown. That was dumb as hell. I mean, what a disappointment for someone that bought this as a fun DC fighter, and you go out and you buy the season pass, and I don't remember who Batgirl. Batgirl, uh, I thought was a Bat huge Girl. disappointment. You already got. A bunch of bats and yeah. you don't need yeah i, li- I liked her character though i i after she came out i played with her so much i mean yeah she's quick she was the vega of the game for yeah. sure but like, i would always was, do the smoke bomb yeah. shit and everything yeah. you know she was a good character so would you a bat girl was the guy on the motorcycle lobo, lobo, lobo Batgirl, Batgirl. uh 
scorpion and the final one was doomsday was a was a launch character yeah right? yeah god damn i don't remember uh, i mean clearly it wasn't that important huh <laughs> like <laughs> you looking it up but you know, I would just be disappointed with this game. They're like, well, we did Scorpion in the first one. Oh, Zod. Some... It was Martian Zod. Manhunter and Zod. Martian yeah. Manhunter, yeah. And Zatanna. Oh, yeah. Zatanna. Was, that was a fun that one. Was, that was a good but one. She was like, fun, but she was a shit character. Like, she was she a shit character. And then the complaint about Zod is similar to the complaint about Batgirl. He was pretty much just a Superman clone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the powers were very, very similar. Um so I just hope they do better with the DLC characters. I think yep. they started off well with the ones for Injustice, but if they throw in Sub Zero or some Mortal Kombat character, like you don't you don't need to do that. You yeah. you've got an obviously the game did well enough to make a second one. When you have seventy or whatever years of story arc and hero creation that you can dig from, people don't want it. You already did Mortal Kombat versus yep. DC Universe. Yeah, we're, we're oh, good. That game was so bad. Yeah, and it sucked. So stop it. So, but I, I'm really am, but honestly, this is a great year for fighting games, right? We've got Injustice 2 May 26, Tekken 7 in June, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite supposedly at the end of the year, Street Fighter 5 is still getting patched up. Um, not like it was, well, I mean, they're still tweaking and balancing, and then they're releasing new characters and new levels and new stages, and like, I mean, if you're if you're into fighting games, you could logically just play fighting games all year and never touch another game and have plenty to fucking play. Yeah which is super great. It's a great spot to be in. Um, really quick, you want to talk about that shit Marvel game you played? Oh, so I just got into the closed beta for Marvel Heroes Omega on the PS4. I don't know what a closed beta is. But it means you have to be accepted into it. It's not like anyone in the public can just download it. Does my game continue when the game actually comes out? It depends. Depends if they decide to let that happen. They could just, oh, they could just nuke your save. So I picked it up because I love Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Did you have to pay for a closed beta access or was it a free? I had to pay. So probably keep your save then. Then yeah, if you had to give them money, that's how it sounded because I get a character and a bunch of costumes and some gold. So I'm assuming. Oh, so it was like an early access buy. Yeah, yeah, your shit will definitely carry over. Okay. So I love Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and after Ultimate Alliance Two, Marvel came out with Marvel Heroes on PC and said, this is it. We're not going to do another Ultimate Alliance. You want to play Marvel similar game, you have to go on computer, play Marvel Heroes. I've never really had a nice computer, don't really care. Yeah. And so I never did it. So I was excited for this to come out. I've only played like 45 minutes so far. If you loved Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you're going to like this game less. <laughs> <laughs> Very lukewarm. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> You like this game less. So you only have one. You can switch pretty much constantly your roster, but you only have one hero. Oh. And based on what I've seen at the PC game, eventually you get to bring on like someone who backs you up, kind of follows you, but you can't switch between them. Hmm. Um, but the roster is strong. Starts with 34 people. Nice mix. Um, I can remember most of them. Probably. So is it is it kind of a brawler? It's very it's. Pretty much Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, okay. So top down. You're just going through, battling bosses. Is there a story? Yeah. So they said it's like an 11 mission story, and then it becomes like the MMO, where you're in an open New York 
Um, and you can go around with other people and take on missions to continue leveling up, but the initial story is 11 chapters. Oh, so this is an MMO game? Yeah, it's similar oh, to like DC, DC Universe Online. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, is it better than DC Universe Online? Probably not. I like in the fact that like I can be actual heroes. It's DC Universe Online. I had to them. create them, and like mine always ended up being racist, <laughs> <laughs> like reverse racism. <laughs> Instead of black lightning, I made white lightning, <laughs> and then I realized like people don't want to see that. <laughs> I got some angry comments while I was playing. <laughs> white bolt. <laughs> Um, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, it's because he was a speedster. He moves really fast. Right, right. His lightning was white. Yeah, so yeah. Was, yeah, white lightning. So, but, no. Yeah, people didn't like that. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, but the combat is like not great so far, and I think it'll get better because I think you get two, you know, your L two and R two. You can load up with powers. But right now, it's kind of like I come to a guy and I hold down X and I just keep firing, and that's that's the game. Oh, when yeah. when does it leave beta? Like when does it? I don't know. This just came out today. Oh, okay. just opened up today, so I'm not sure. But I mean, roster wise, it was cool. It was like Cyclops, Kitty Pride, and when you play Kitty Pride, you get a Lockheed following you oh. right off the bat. Uh, Magic, Wolverine, Psylocke, Scorpion, uh, Gray, <laughs> Scorpion, Sub Zero, Blade, Punisher. Uh, Moon Knight, Beast, Scarlet Witch. I can keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a well-rounded group of people, and they've already announced there's going to be a bunch. Like, if you do the beta, you get Iron Fist and Daredevil right when the game actually comes out, and they've said there's you know mm. plans for a pretty big roster. So if you're playing as the heroes, though, how does the MMO part of it work then? Well, so... You just run into 50 other Wolverines? I don't know how that works. I'm not sure. That was my. There's a lot of costume options. Like right off the bat, most characters have like three to four alternate costumes, which is pretty cool. And they dig kind of deep within the story to get these costumes. Like the character's right. history, they're they're pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you might end up with that. Which is that that would take me out of the game. I mean, say what you will about DC Universe Online. And whether or not creating your own hero is a good or bad thing, at least it made sense to the story. Yeah. And yeah. agreed. Uh, I don't know, though. And Wolverine things. raid groups. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who's been playing Marvel Heroes on PC, and this just cracked me. Totally unrelated, but he is trying to level up and he's getting just worked, right? Not doing well, about to die. And this guy who has probably been playing this game since it came out in like 2013 or whatever is an Iron Man that has, like, 15 suits following him. Like, he's level 300-something. And he comes in, and it was, like, one second. Like, all the Iron Man fire and kill him, and he just kind of gives, like, a little nod. And then 
takes off and like all the suits he just moves through the level like, return to the I, island I of virginity yeah it was just <laughs> the visual was so funny Betty just strutted right like in. the Hulk but every Iron Man armor he probably just, tries to show that to his girlfriend yeah, hey, demonstrate babe, value yeah. babe are you watching yeah. babe I'm about to one shot this level 12 yeah. how many Iron Man armors I have following me babe look up for your book <laughs> look how sexually dominant I am <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work for him, John. It's not going to work for you. Get all the Iron Man armor. What do you got? A sword? <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>